Morning, I am Simon Andrews using a synthetic voice from Amazon Polly to share an audio version of my weekly email newsletter, read the original with all the links at addictivelondon.com. Fix Insider May 8th. Merchant. If you read one thing, make it this interview with Instacart CEO Fiji Simo. Lots of interesting thinking and makes me believe the trillion-dollar grocery market could be reshaped around delivery. Having worked on retail I know it's hard to get customers to switch, the only levers are price and new store formats. But what if a big player really focused on differentiating delivery and used that focus to grow share? The key to cracking the unit economics is density so more customers should eventually lead to profit. Everyone does a similar job with the next day service but could fast last mile make a difference, if it works on 1 or 2 hours rather than 15 minutes? The alternative to a go-puff delivery is a walk to the local convenience store, so winning in this arena drives an increase in share. Akato are pushing Zoom with ads and Deliveroo is working with most retailers. Can they make one-hour delivery work? Is there learning from Instacart on what the UX could look like? Now there's a question of, okay, how do you build new delightful consumer experiences on top of that? And I think the biggest change that we're seeing with generative AI is the shift towards natural language. Because if you think about commerce fundamentally, it is a pretty weird experience online because you already need to know exactly which products you want, go into a search box, type that product, select that product, add it to a cart. It is not how people think about their lives. They've gotten used to it because that's all we could do with the tools that we had. But fundamentally when people think about feeding their families, they think, okay, I have a budget of $200 for 10 meals. I have a family of five. One of them has food allergies. We all like Mexican food. What can I make this week with all of these constraints? That's the way you think about managing your family. Density doesn't have to come from your own customer base. Talking of their flywheel business model Walmart shared detail on their new offer for third-party retailers. Just one example of how this new flywheel is spinning came in January, when Walmart teamed up with San Francisco-based Salesforce to get into the last-mile fulfillment business for other retailers. The partnership aims to help small and large retailers offer a buy online and pick up service for their customers through an app known as App Exchange. Walmart, which has often been accused of putting smaller retailers out of business, is now offering up its omni-channel order and delivery system to independent retailers to help them grow their businesses and serve more customers. The new service is part of Walmart's larger push to scale higher margin earnings streams. The competition isn't going to ease, Amazon Grocery Chief for Europe has reiterated the company commitment to a multi-channel future for grocery at Amazon, here in Europe. They will aim to meet the needs of customers who are not solely physical or digital. Called out omni-channel as a key future opportunity. Understanding how people use apps and sites for grocery is vital and a new report from Criteo provides some useful insight. In a good interview the Nike VP of Direct talks about their DTC playbook, membership strategy, they have 160 meters members, and three big drivers behind digital sales. The vast majority of Nike's direct business used to be from new members. That was true three or four years ago. Today, the vast majority of demand in Nike Direct and in particular, in our digital channel, comes from existing members. So what we've built is a more loyal and more valuable member base who engage with us more frequently across multiple touchpoints. Good background with a Euromonitor analyst sharing her perspective on inflation and other economic forces shaping retail at ShopTalk. New TV the news that almost half of YouTube viewing takes place on TV surprised many but shows the rapid changes in behavior driven by the spread of smart, now in over two-thirds of UK homes. Google, Amazon and to a lesser extent Apple all focus on maximizing their presence on smart, both through content and devices. The odd one out? Facebook, 
who really should have bought Roku to give them a chance to hang on to their video advertising as users and brands adopt streaming and fast. In streaming we see the Tier 1 players adopting similar strategies, rethinking distribution with Disney to incorporate Hulu content in the same app, and hiking prices to drive more customers to their ad-supported service. Weaker players like Paramount are also amalgamating services and cutting content budgets. A story on the Paramount hit Yellowstone shows why a parsimonious approach is overdue, the talent are being paid extremely well, charging $50,000 to use a ranch and $25 per cow. Closer to home European TV giant RTL is suffering as linear ad budgets slow and ITV saw ad revenue down by 10%, but some growth from their new ventures. The biggest news in TV saw the Sky deal for the EFL get the go-ahead, although the traditional Saturday 3pm TV blackout, was protected. Good analysis of what the Sky deal may mean here. The 3pm blackout is behind news that live sports streaming service Dazen and Broadcaster Bine are backing a new global task force to crack down on sports piracy. Given how obvious links for streaming are across social media on Saturdays and how lucrative the ad revenue probably is, the task force have their work cut out. Dazen were an unsuccessful bidder for the EFL and proposed to show every match, which is one way to reduce piracy. This CNN documentary on the failed attempt to establish a Super League underplays the difficult truth that ad dollars are now the currency of sport. Without a TV partner these new leagues are doomed to failure. But given there is no shortage of ad interest in sport, these intrigues will continue. Smart thinking on the questions facing TV, old and new, from the guy who started Amazon Video. Draft, Kings is launching a free streaming channel on Samsung TV+, Cord Cutters News. Merchant Media. At the recent 4 is event Amazon talked about how you can leverage Amazon ads for CTV. It draws on this deck from earlier in the year. Agency relationships with Amazon evolve as they adapt to retail media opportunities, Digiday. The latest Kieran O'Kane sketch he sees retail media as two-tier, making the case for a different tech approach for Tier 1 and Tech 2. AI. Let's start with Google. A leaked internal Google document claims open-source AI will outcompete Google and OpenAI. After getting the headlines many think this is prematurely pessimistic as it's too early to call. The stretch review is interesting. With the Google I.O. tis week we were left in no doubt Google is focused on AI, as this super cut of Sunder's speech shows. This covers all the product announcements with AI contributing, making AI more helpful for everyone. And this YouTube video gives you I.O. in just 10 minutes. All of this is getting closer to the ad industry, OpenAI has a head of sales and is talking up the work they are doing with brands and Amazon is looking at how they can develop assets for clients. This guy from Stern has been good on practical use cases and his latest tips on marketing look useful. Midjourney 5.1 arrives, and it's another leap forward for AI art. I mentioned Pi from LinkedIn creator Reid Hoffman the other week and now it has revealed other backers include DeepMind founders. They are quite modest. There's lots of things Pi cannot do. It doesn't do lists, or coding. It doesn't do travel plans, it won't write your marketing strategy, or your essay for school, Suleiman said in an interview with the Financial Times. It's purely designed for relaxed, supportive, informative conversation. And using chat GPT for healthcare. Really? Be sure to read the comments from Fix friend Matteo Berlucci from Heathily, who really gets this space. It is reckless to release this type of tech without proper testing and regulatory compliance. This is caused by intense FOMO where everyone is trying to place their pieces on the chessboard before the game is over. Medical navigation slash guidance slash triage slash symptom checking, call it what you like, it's the same thing, is a serious and complex business. Spotify ejects thousands of AI-made songs in purge of fake streams and finally we know how Snoop is thinking about AI.
Plus plus. New York Times to get around $100 million from Google over three years. Uber launches flight bookings in UK travel super app push, FT. MediaUbes carbon killing algo claims to solve attention value paradox, the media leader. TikTok bans are crimping state travel marketers. The metaverse, Zuckerberg's tech obsession, is officially dead. Chat GPT killed it. Apple's new savings account draws nearly $1 billion in deposits in first four days. Why teens say location sharing is the greatest, and the worst, Wall Street Journal. Push buttons are coming back, hurrah, FT. Benedict Evans talking about banking and finance. Apple, AAPL, planning AI health coaching service, mood tracker, iPad health app, Bloomberg. Inside Amazon's cancelled plan to make Halo a fitness success, The Verge. Twitter to let publishers charge users per article read, says Elon Musk, Twitter, The Guardian. 2023 Nielsen Annual Marketing Report. TikTok spied on me. Why? FT. Pinduoduo owner moves headquarters to Ireland amid US-China tensions, FT.